we agree on this, but maybe this is our our newest hot or not that the bunch can weigh in on because yeah. there have been some uh, divisive hot or nots that we've had, and they've been about women. Gross. Yeah. Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting a little late start on this because we've just been sitting around. Like, I came in and we've just been sitting around kind of commiserating and laughing over what the last 12 hours of our lives have been. Right. We've had an off-air show, pretty much. Yeah, we have. Um, The debate happened. It did. Um, A lot happened in it. (laughs) Hot take. I don't think I'm going to go for Trump this time. Oh yeah! No. Oh wow! Big decision on your part. Not not this election. Not he's not the <laughs> he's not the right candidate for me right now. Um, so that's kind of where I stand after that debate after this weekend. But that's just me personally. Glad you got off the fence on that one. Yes, exactly. I, um, one of our friends, I won't. He put it on Facebook, so I don't know if he wanted it out there. He just basically put over the weekend like, you can have whatever reason you want for voting for Trump, but if you do. You're just endorsing all of the worst stuff in the world. So they, there is literally no excuse left at this point. I'm not trying to be a political podcast here. There's actually a cool political podcast on the way, Ballots and Bottles. That's yeah, going to be a thing. Yes. Um, go and check that out when it happens. But we can't not talk about the debate. Right. Uh, and by the way, on, on, on that topic... The fact that there were undecided voters at the I have no I have it's no always so less funny. respect for right. anybody in the world than anybody who's undecided at this point. At least if you're like committing to Trump, you're embracing the fact that you're a racist or a bigot <laughs> right, or, yeah. or anything. Like you you're okay with yourself. Yes. If you're undecided, you're like, well, I might be a racist, but I might not be. Let's see where this goes. What drives me crazy is people will say well, I don't like Hillary either. That's the issue. Like, go, go, go. Fine. Don't like. Right. You don't need to like Hillary. I was making fun of Hillary last night on on Twitter as well. Like, Hillary's a pretty easy target, but just which one is worse? There is. It's, <laughs> it's really not close. It's not. And I think close. The, the best. I don't know if I've we've said this on the podcast before, but like with with Hillary, if you don't if you don't like her, fine. Deal with her for four years. Elect somebody new in twenty twenty. If you get if you There's elect no if you elect world, if you elect if, Trump, yeah. you might not get to twenty twenty. Exactly, you end the world. I mean, a lot of people have made jokes about that. That's like a seventy thirty serious yeah. thing for me. When, yeah. like, if if Trump is elected, I'm not confident in the future of this planet. So um, that was a an S show in every in every definition. Trump, the first like twenty minutes just sounded like they're so uncomfortable. A really sad kind of like borderline drunk guy. You know what he was actually? Have you ever been um, at the bar with your friends and you're just not feeling it? Yeah. And you're like, you know what, guys, I'm gonna go home. And they're all like, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, Pete, are you okay? And you're like, yeah, I'm just, I, 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 I just got, not I in the right go. mood right I, now. I, I really gotta go. And then you go home, and when you leave, everyone's like, I think Pete's gonna kill himself. <laughs> Like that's that's happened to me before I, a lot, so well, I think that that's I was what gonna was like I was going like. to say I thought that this was where you were going, but I was gonna say like you get to the bar, you feel like shitty, you you feel like it's not the right place for you. Then you have a couple drinks and you loosen up and you kind of you you just you transition and then into you start the threatening people and <laughs> yeah. that's and then yes. you're like, there's that there's that Deej right. classic yes and um, then uh, yeah so that it was like the first twenty to thirty minutes Trump was very uncomfortable like 
as as uncomfortable as the regular Trump is, like sedated Trump was right. even more uncomfortable because it seemed like he was taking himself seriously and like being somber. And it, you, it was like this. So is you would so weird. You would think though that somber Trump, when he was asked about um, the recording of him saying he was going to sexually assault women and saying that he not only that that like he got to sexually assault women right it, it wasn't like man she's so fine i want to grab her by the you know what like you are, you, we can say can we say the puss word on this podcast yes okay um if, grab we're, quoting, by the puss. if we're quoting um he he wasn't saying like this girl's so fine i'd like to do that which would not be much better no but he was just like he was like, I you know can I because I'm famous. Right, yeah, exactly. So that was creepy. And not to be missed in this whole thing, by the way, is how cr- that video couldn't, that audio could not have come out. And obviously that's the way more important part, that audio from before um, when him and he and Billy Bush are talking <laughs> about women. That video just on its own, the one that I think made it to camera, to like the world of Billy Bush Trump and the the woman getting ready to shoot the thing. The video of Billy Bush being super super creepy and like asking the woman for hugs and being like, "Don't forget about me. <laughs> Let me get in there." I didn't see that. Could have gone viral on its own. Of I like, didn't see oh this. my god, I don't even care that Trump's in this video. Billy Bush is the creepiest <laughs> dude in the world. I've only seen the only video aspect I've seen is just like the bus pulling away. Okay, so they show the bus, and you can hear the audio of what they're saying in their subtitles, and they get off the bus, and the woman greets them, and Billy Bush just cranks the creep to a thousand. It is... It, like it is super super uncomfortable. Again, I'm not saying that that's right. more important than the stuff that Trump did, but man, like I I googled Billy Bush afterwards, and the news was like. Billy Bush under fire for his role in the Trump thing. And I was like, no shit. He was the <laughs> biggest creep guy in the world. Other than Donald Trump, of course. But anyway, um, Anderson Cooper, bravo, bravo oh, for how he handled that. He was like, you understand what you said, right? And Trump's whole thing, of course, as we all saw, was ISIS is cutting off heads. Right. Um, Deflecting. So... Did you see how long it, to- it took him to answer like the actual question? He was like... Anderson Cooper was like... You said that you was, sexually assault women. Do you sexually assault women? Right. And he didn't. He did not outright say no. Right. It took, it took him, him like, a while. Right. It took him like a minute. It was and like Anderson the end Cooper, of his second answer. And Anderson Cooper was like, "Answer the question. Right. Do you assault women?" Yeah. Um. And I, I screenshot it and I sent it to Jeff, saying like, "Could this be misconstrued in any way?" Because he was saying, um, "It's just." It, it's just talk, like, don't take just what words. I... Yeah, like, he kept saying it's just word. So I wrote out, um, Trump says he sexual, he's going to sexually assault a woman, then says he didn't. Trump says he's going to defeat ISIS, and then a bunch of the... Um, the thinking What emoji the, is the, that? The hand on the chin The skeptical emoji, emoji yeah. maybe? Yeah. Um, so I, I didn't tweet that, but then again, last night, I drafted maybe 600 tweets, and I would just write it out, Look back at the TV, be in disbelief that the world has reached a place where the sentence that I just wrote out actually kind of makes sense. Applies to a presidential election. Put my hands over my face, turn off my phone for a second, stress eat, and then kind of repeat. Um, So anyway, he, again, going back to the whole Anderson Anderson Cooper question, he gets asked that question, 
and he's like, no, ISIS, ISIS, ISIS. Uh, this isn't important. It's not important what I said. So his point there was that ISIS is more important than everything else. So in theory, he could have answered every single question. He could have answered questions about race relations, about everything, about global warming, which he, again, he doesn't care about global warming, but he could have answered every question with, why are we talking about this? ISIS is more important. But no, it's just rape that needs to be kind of cast aside. So that dude, and I'm not trying to be a liberal weenie. I'm really not. That dude is the worst. He, I just, I, he's just a monster of a human being. It's, he's got to be one of the worst people on earth. He's, yes, and certainly again, up there. Think of all the, the people from outside of this country who are watching that and are like, be like, that's the best they could do? Americans, really? Like, I saw Lucic tweeted something, uh, like, lo- like, having some fun on Canadian Thanksgiving or whatever, and I was going to quote tweet it with, like, yeah, this isn't a humble brag that you're Canadian or anything, <laughs> or that you get to be Canadian or something like that. Um, so, yeah, the, uh, I thought we were going to, I tweeted this, I thought that we were going to record after this, or I was kind of anticipating the possibility. So I, I was working last night, and at about, eight o'clock I had a cup of coffee because I was really tired and the effect that that had on my night was that we weren't recording this after but instead it was like when I drank coffee right before I saw Mad Max Fury Road and it just like heightened everything to a million surprise your heart didn't explode I know my heart pretty much exploded last night and I didn't have any booze that or I didn't I could have had whiskey I suppose but like I didn't have any beer or anything to kind of settle me down so um I still have, like, volume for my my back, and I was like, do I take a volume right now to kind of calm myself down from this debate? So I use Twitter as therapy. I, I didn't send out... I think we didn't send out a ton of tweets. Um, no. Um, but debate Twitter. Oh, my lit, God. Lit, as always. It might be, like, my best performing Twitter. Like, uh, yes. The small sample size that I have... The two debates have just been, I've just crushed. Well, you were saying before, uh, this is an area, this is a a Twitter kind of platform in which you don't really rely on media, which is kind of different. And you had the Abraham Lincoln would rather watch a play than this debate, which got a kajillion retweets. No gifts. So. That might, might have been my best performing tweet without a, a what picture you got now, or haters. a gif. So straight joke. It ended up in Cosmo, by the way. Which <laughs> <laughs> Cosmo did a post of like the best, the best tweets from the debate, and it was like twelve. How do you and, find that out that it ended up in Cosmo? Because people always tweet it at me whenever oh, okay. that happens. They're like, "Oh, look, you're in Cosmo." I get those if you end up in uh, like when you end up in moments. Um, okay, which yeah. that's not impressive. Mm-hmm. It, like, if you have a yeah. tweet with like sixty retweets, then you're going to end up you're, right. Like, like you star in moments, <laughs> right? Uh, so yeah, and up in Cosmo, and I sh- I should have figured out when like all of a sudden there was just like all these women yeah. just favoriting and retweeting. Like it was just a streak of like two hundred women. Congrats, Pete. And, yep. So wow, I got like a teenage girl slide into my DMs and was just like hot AF. Which Did is she? A, yeah, weird response. Did, are your DMs open? Yeah. Why? <laughs> there's some. I get some decent ones, and uh, like there's some, there's some uh, like work related ones that end up working out pretty well. So I leave them open. There's not enough bad to make me close them. I'll say that, which there probably will be now that it I said that. It astonishes me that your DMs are open. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it's they are. My DMs are. I have 
friggin' like Brinks on that stuff. <laughs> no, I uh, I leave mine open. Whoa. It's always interesting. I'm not, I'm not a DMer. As I don't know if you could tell from my reaction yeah, to that. I, it's, I mean, I'm not really a DMer either, unless I like need something, or I, or I'm just like a person that I don't know outside of Twitter and have like a decent relationship with on Twitter. Yeah. Um, no, no. Like, I mean, I DM with people uh, who I. Yeah, exactly. Like who I have a good relationship right. with on Twitter. Uh, like I DM with Chris Abraham a lot. Um, uh, on the subject of Chris Abraham, by the way, he had a great uh, response to our tag team tweet. Uh, that was yesterday. my favorite moment of the night. Yeah, that so, was. I, all right, so I felt so good. We'll set this up. Uh, I had a tweet about a uh, about Phil. Ke- or no, I had a tweet about the debate. Would have it would have been the the worst televised national <laughs> embarrassment for this country but the world cup of ha- hockey happened last month and then you quote tweeted it and said um and once again phil kessel would have been a better option at right wing yeah and so that was uh i texted you after you said that and that was I, literally the greatest thing that we've combined to contribute to society i swear point. i was i was tweeting like at pete blackburn um like this is one of our finest moments or something like that. And then you texted me saying, this is our greatest contribution. And the, just the best part about that is, uh, I'm sure you get it a lot. If you tweet something good, people will just like respond in caps, like Pete or like, like, and I got like, I got a few of those. I got like Deej. Um, but most of the responses were like, you guys work so well together. (laughs) And I was like, "Mm, So brunch. So that brings me back to the Chris Abraham point. And he said, uh, he said one of them is breakfast and the other one is lunch. Yes. Which is something that I've never thought about in terms of like... Which I think, one is I think, which? I think Katie... No, I would be breakfast, I think. I'm a big breakfast guy. Same. I think we've we've we essentially had an episode about breakfast. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. We can let the, we can let the bunch decide. Yeah. Uh, but I think Katie Nolan was the last one to ask us, why is the podcast called Brunch? And to that, we don't really have a definitive answer. How we came up with it? Yeah, I just, I just said, uh, I was at a comedy show and we were texting back and forth because we were planning on recording it the next day, and we couldn't think of anything. Didn't have a name. We couldn't. uh, I was supposed to make a. uh, I was supposed to make some like theme music for it, and we were set to record it the next morning. I still hadn't made the theme music. We still hadn't come up with a name. Also, not making the theme music, kind of a, a recurring thing here. Because uh, ballots and bottles, I, uh, I I I more or less asked to. Yeah, you were like, yes, I will make the theme music. So Ellen is making a uh, a political podcast. Yes, and it's called Ballots and Bottles. And she asked if I'd like maybe be interested in doing it, and I was like, please, it's all I want <laughs> in my life. I want to be because uh, it's kind of like being a jingle guy. Oh it's yeah, it's like. And then maybe if I do that, then I've kind of got a bit of a resume. I've got two. I've made two. <laughs> and then <laughs> maybe people say, starting a podcast, who do we get for the music? You know it's, who's good is Deej. It's, it's like you're the Kathy of intro music. Yes. Where like people saw her make the intro or uh, the, the artwork for our podcast, yes. and they've gone and asked her as well. Yes. So I would love to be like that. But I've actually, I've kind of stressed out about it. Um, there's... As I transition jobs here, I've got kind of a million things to do at once, and um, doesn't help that I've been going to a lot of concerts recently. But anyway, um, 
I've like the time I've set aside to try to work on it, and basically everything musical that I've ever come up with has been while I'm driving for some reason. Really? Yeah, I just like it's weird. I just like turn down the radio for a second and just like try to come up with a melody or something and I know that it's never going to be something that's going to turn into like a 3 minute song or anything. So, it's like all I need is something like one little catchy quick thing and then that's it and then you're in and you're out. And but for some reason, I'm putting so much pressure on myself for the ballots and bottles thing because I know that Ellen's uh big into hip hop, so I want it to be cool and hip hop oriented and I want it uh I want it to involve George Bush doesn't care about black people and I'm just trying to think of so many things at once and it's I'm really stressing out. So it's it's not for lack of trying. I'm just in my own head. Interesting. Maybe I could uh reverse course and do like a Father John Misty thing and <laughs> we just, just like don't do it. We just <laughs> we don't write the song quits. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know that he quit Twitter, by the way. I did not see that. Yes, he quit Twitter a couple weeks ago. I, I forgot to mention it. He just quit. What a punk. That's I, I was surprised that he was in on Twitter to begin with, to be honest. He doesn't seem like a Twitter guy. Oh, really? I just got a concerning text message. That's but not good. I'll address it later. <laughs> um, yeah, he's uh, pretty concerned with that text message. Um <laughs> He has. What do we talk? Father John Misty quit Twitter. Yeah. yeah okay. So anyway, uh, Alan, I'm really trying to make that theme music, but I'm just. Uh, but I just got a concerning text message. So I, I got a concerning text. It'll, it'll so be another few days. It's gonna push me back a, a week or two. Uh, yeah. Debate Twitter. Really fun. Like to do that. Um, I want so, to mention. Like, did we end up getting back to the one of us is. One of us is breakfast, one of us is lunch. Oh, that, that was the thing that came up. Okay, so, um, yeah, we came up with brunch uh, because you just said, uh, like, everyone loves brunch. You may have said bitches love brunch. I said, uh, yeah, I basically said brunch, bitches love brunch. Yeah. And we were like, why not? Right, <laughs> so it's kind of like, uh, have you seen How to Make It in America? Uh, no. So they make a clothing company, and they just call it Crisp. And I think they just do it because crisp sounds cool. It does. And brunch is a super cool sounding thing. We ended up embracing brunch a bit by putting in the kind of diner sounds. But, uh, yeah, come not, to think of it. Not a lot of it has to do with right. brunch. But to analyze it, this is... You have interesting conversation at brunch. Right. Um, if you go to lunch with somebody, you might be... You might both be on your lunch break and you're kind of stressed and you have to do a lot of kind of uh, like phony, so how's your day going and stuff like that. No one asks how people's days are going at brunch. No. You just show up, you vibe out for a little bit. You try to battle a hangover. you right, exactly. And the fact that people haven't really questioned the name right. is pretty is pretty good for us. I went to brunch yesterday but, yeah. and uh, my friend Ryan was wearing, we were talking in our kind of, off-air show, we were talking about band merch, uh, or concert merch, because I'm jonesing for some, but I haven't found any cool stuff recently, and you're currently wearing a dope Diarrhea Planet sweatshirt, but um, my friend Ryan, who has basically every cool musical article of clothing, was wearing the Pusha T shirt that uh, when Hillary Clinton tweeted, delete your account to Donald Trump... Pusha T came out with like a shirt that just said "Delete your account" and it had the um, it had the bird 
that it had the Twitter icon, yeah. but it was like shaking. So oh, like when right, you're yeah, about yeah, to delete right, Twitter, yeah, yeah. and uh, on the back it says "I'm with her," but nice. just like push a T. So that's that. awesome, <laughs> right? Yeah. So he was wearing that shirt, and I was like, "Oh, it's a dope shirt." And he was like, "I don't know if you remember this, but this, but push a T sold this, <laughs> right?" Um, um, what was I gonna say? Uh, I saw at at Diary Planet, I saw somebody wearing a uh, the best Hollow Notes shirt. It was just Hollow Notes. 2016 like a like a presidential ballot or presidential ticket t-shirt it was hollow notes and i just had all their dates on the back it was, i was like i fucking need that shirt that is great i uh speaking of hollow notes i sh- i kind of owe the reviewer a bit of an apology i had a bit of a meltdown last week uh which as you pointed out was kind of on brand oh yeah um, it's perfect when the guy said i'm the i'm the john oates to your daryl hall First of all, if any, if there's anyone the... who should not be offended by that, it's me because I love John Oates. I was John Oates for Halloween one year. Um, that was not a mean review, so I apologize to that person. But having listened back to it, it was kind of funny that yeah, you just that I took freaked it out. I took it as bad as as badly as you could. Basically, the only thing that guy could have said that would have made me feel better is if he was like DJ is better than Pete, and then I would have been like, oh no, oh, come on, <laughs> and then I. After we finished recording, I'd have been like, so, cool reviews this week, huh? <laughs> that one guy. I don't know. <laughs> but the, the fact that we've gone like 20 minutes on debate Twitter and not discussed Ken Bone yet is unbelievable. Kenny Bone. I, uh, we got to get to the, we'll start with the guy that I hate. A guy responded to, I posted, um, I posted Ken Bone talking and then Russ Hanneman saying, Whoa. This guy fucks. <laughs> and someone responded saying, making fun of Ken Bone, you're no worse or you're no better than Donald Trump. And if anyone first, I'm sure some people are making fun of Ken Bone, but honestly, Ken Bone was basically treated like Harambe last night because he was celebrated essentially because everyone was so horrified last night that they needed anything positive, And there was a smart, sweet looking man who asked a question. And everyone was like, "Yes, you okay?" <laughs> and he had a mustache. That was that's a big selling point. Yes. It's like we talked about it with Randy Havens. If you have a mustache, you better you better fucking embrace better, it. And yeah. You better bring it. And, yes. And Ken Bone brought it. And we should we should point out mustache. He was wearing a sweater, mm-hmm. which you said uh, if you have a mustache, right. You have you own a lot of sweaters. Yes. You're and, automatically wearing. A sweater. And you have to compliment your mustache with your outfit. Yes. And Ken Bone did that. And he did. Uh, Ken Bone knows what he's doing. He also asked, like, he asked a, a pretty intelligent question. Um, one that, that maybe wasn't Not like Trump's fucking Carl. Carl was at the end, right? Yeah. Fuck yeah. that guy's question. Say something nice about each other. Oh, that was... Fuck yourself, Carl. Nobody wants to hear your shit. Again, uh, I want to discuss that sometimes you tweet things, and by sometimes you, I mean sometimes one tweets things, and by sometimes one tweets things, I mean sometimes I tweet things, uh, where you send them out there, and they don't do very well, and... You wish you could take them back? You don't wish you could take them back. You want to talk to your Twitter audience for a little bit and say, what's wrong with you? okay, you want to sit them down and be like... Look at this tweet. This is why this tweet is good. Right. Not even that. Like, I think that people... So, I haven't used the shout out to you idiots thing in a while. But my reaction is, you didn't, you didn't retweet this? 
like that tells me that you aren't that you don't have a very good sense of humor. Um, so who? I don't know what tweet that was in relation to. I'm sorry. I got a very concerning text message. Um, <laughs> but uh, what was it? Uh, shoot. Oh, I t- oh. So d- during Carl's question, I tweeted. Uh, this question is the exact plot to the movie What Happens in Vegas, which has a 27% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. And that got like nine retweets. I saw it later, and I didn't know what question you were talking about. Oh, it was so, that. Yeah. So have you seen What Happens in Vegas? I have. That's the Ashton Kutcher. Is right. it the Ashton Kutcher one with Cameron Diaz? Yes. Um, and Cameron Diaz, as usual, brings it. Um and Dennis Miller is the judge when they're trying to see who gets the money. And he was like, you two need to live together. I'm sentencing you guys to hard marriage. And they have to coexist for a little bit. That's what that question was. He was like, be amicable for three minutes. Right. And no one wants to see that. <laughs> nope. Neither of them are as hot as Ashton Kutcher or Cameron Diaz. <laughs> and Lake Bell's not getting on that stage. What would be the Rotten Tomatoes review uh, rating of last night's debate? Uh, that debate's going to have a cult following for sure. Uh, (laughs) People are going to show up to review that because they, or to rate that because they like it. So, uh, over 80. Wow. But in like a horrifying way. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, by the way, I hope that Ken Bone, nothing becomes of him. I, I, I don't want Ken Bone to... You don't want him to be Harambe. I don't... No, I... Well, n- not that. I just... You don't I, want him to die. <laughs> no. I don't want to see him anywhere. I don't want to see him on, like, the talk show circuits. I don't want to well, see... Well, there's a lot of fake Ken Bone Twitter accounts. Right. And I hate it already. Yeah. I hate it so much. I'm like, not going to follow Ken Bone. Like, Ken Bone is so good, at, uh, like, left alone. Don't ruin him. Yeah, he like, was one shining moment. Right. Exactly. Yeah. The more that you try to make Ken Bone a thing... The less of a thing he's going to be. Um, I texted you saying definitely going to be Ken Bone for Halloween. Probably at the same time that a lot of people were saying that. And I was going to tweet this, but it would have been pretty douchey of me. I was going to say we've only known Ken Bone for 15 minutes and he's already become the most tired, lazy Halloween costume. Well, we're, we'll still definitely do the episode for Halloween where we just ruin people's... Uh, yeah, ruin people's ideas of like a clever Halloween costume. Yeah, so he'll I, definitely be on that. I think the idea for that is we'll just do like a video episode. Uh, maybe yeah. we'll have some costumes of our own, and we'll just uh, blow we up sh- all we, your. We should just be all the tired Halloween, epi- all the Halloween, all the tired Halloween costumes. Yes, uh, but also I've got like three really good costumes that I also want to wear. So okay. I'm gonna have like like seven I, Halloween costumes. I'm gonna be gagaing this. <laughs> We're gonna do need to cut a lot. Um, that'll be fun though. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, another tweet that I thought deserved more retweets um, <laughs> was Hillary was like, "I want to invest in like you, the people." So I said, "Hillary," because Trump had just said like, "No one should trust Hillary's judgment." I said, "Hillary just said she wanted to invest in me," and suddenly I don't trust her judgment either. And that got like fifteen retweets. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but your dad. Re- three, but your dad, dad responded to it. My dad responded to it. My dad, uh, yeah, my dad texted me and was like, "That's the best thing you've ever tweeted." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, thanks, Dad." Um, it's a true statement. It, it, it was. If someone was like, "My priority for this country is DJ," I'd be like, "Oh no, 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 no." <laughs> 
That's why our economy's in the shit. Right, yeah. I'm like, I'm no, please. Um, let's see. Uh, what else? Uh, we have written down debate Twitter, tweets. Uh, you went to a wedding. I how, did. How was that? Went on Friday. Uh, it was awesome. Outfit was popping off. Yes. Good. I was very happy with my outfit. Yeah. And it was like the first time that I've ever like really brought it home in a suit. Try, Yeah. Like tried to yeah. get in there. I'm at that point in my life where now like wearing a suit is important to me. Oh, and there's it's a, no better feeling. And it's, I remember when you, when you didn't think that way. And I, yeah. that was a bad quality about you. <laughs> and, uh, it was especially important to me because I don't get to wear suits very often. The yeah. last time I wore a suit was the Winter Classic. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's... I love wearing suits. Same. I wish I had the opportunity to more. This episode, by the way, no one sponsored this episode, so we'll just give them a freebie. This episode brought to you by Nine Tailors. Go to them. Give you those good suits. Um, <laughs> yeah, you... Uh, did you hear... Did they play 24 Karat Magic? They did not. I was pretty disappointed, but the DJ was on fire. What do you do? Uh, he played a lot of songs th- that I remember being very psyched at the time. I uh, don't really remember them specifically at this point in time. Nice. <laughs> but uh, I was the only thing that I was very upset about is he did not play my request that I put on the. Uh, so when they sent out the the invites to the wedding, one of the like the card that you send back with your meal and stuff, it also had a song request. That's cool. Yeah, That's a good it's idea. awesome. And they, I won't do that. I would. Uh, I would do it, and then I would pick from some of the best. I wouldn't pick everybody's, which is apparently what they did at this wedding because they didn't play my request. Yeah. Well, that's like at these debates when they're like, "We're taking online questions." Like they have questions they want to ask. They wait for one of the online questions <laughs> right, to, to be match. that question. Yes. And be like, yeah. Yeah. That's, that was totally you who asked that question. <laughs> um. So yeah, they didn't play my song. That was a little disappointing. Um. But I didn't really care. Tore up the dance floor. Uh, had a lot of drinks. Nothing the beats the dance floor. Food was amazing. Floor. Nothing beats the dance floor. I uh, when we went to visit Fadelberg, uh he we, we were just we were doing a lot of dancing. Oh yeah, just a bunch, bunch of fellas dancing. Three bros, right? Carving up the dance floor at like a dive bar on a Tuesday. <laughs> and fight said at one point, like we'd gone back to the bar to get drinks, and he was like, "I don't think I've danced as much in my life." I was like, this is exactly how much I dance all the time. <laughs> Every night. And this is like, my, this. I make a point of it to dance this much. Yeah, dancing rules, dancing at weddings rules. Um, yeah, got to get me to another wedding. Yeah, I mean, as soon as, as the next morning, I was like, fuck, I want another wedding tonight. It's one of those things where you're like, I just want to do last night over again, like every night forever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, weddings make you super nostalgic for everything. Yeah. Like my uh, my sister's wedding was like a month before my birthday, and I never do things for my birthday. And I was like, "All right, we're getting everyone together for my birthday because getting pe- like the, this is a fun experience, seeing yep. a bunch of people and drinking a lot." So, um, I I wish that it was like it, it went by too fast. So I kind of wish that it was like if I ever have a wedding, I want it to be like a weekend. Yeah. Oh, you have to show up on Friday and then you go home on Sunday. You have to do that. That's, um, yeah, I think I've said this before. Um, Oh, I said this when we had the emailer whose friend wasn't letting him bring his, like, fiance or something to the wedding. If if you can't do it up wedding wise, do a small ceremony. Do a small ceremony or wait. You're planning on being together for the rest of your lives, so you've got time. 
right? That's true. Like, wait another year, have a little more money, do it up. Uh, yeah, but having people at a hotel for two nights, they get loaded the first night. They say they're not planning on doing it, but they get loaded anyway. And the second night, they're like, well, we can't say that we're tired. This is a wedding. <laughs> right. We have to go all out. So you really see what people are made of. Yeah. I didn't get the first night, which is unfortunate. Oh, really? Because it was a Friday. It was a Friday wedding. Oh, right. Yes. I remember. Yeah. yeah. So we just like, that's why I'm saying it went by so fast. Like it just showed up at the hotel. Yeah. Like left after an hour and a half. And then we went to the wedding and then came back, stayed at the hotel and then left the next morning. It was a very quick experience, but it was very great. I had a great time. Um, yeah. And then the next day I just stayed home and I watched Central Intelligence on demand. Nice. I was, uh, I just started to draft a the response, a response concerning to, text. to the concerning text. And so far it's no. And then I'll figure out the rest of how to handle this concerning text. It's a good start. Promising start. Having a rough time on the text. <laughs> <laughs> um, shoot. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, uh, I'm hella jelly that you got to go to a cool wedding. Uh, speaking of dancing, actually, I went to Lake Street Dive at the Wang Theater on Friday, Wang. which is crazy that they are playing the Wang Theater. Even crazier, they played Radio City Music Hall, which is like twice as big the next night. But uh, we had seats, in, or my friend and I, our tickets were in the orchestra pit. and That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and they, they sold all the tickets, but they... Uh, I don't know why, if it was some sort of capacity or something, but they didn't sell... Uh, they didn't make a lot of uh, tickets in the pit av- available. So there was maybe like 40 people in the pit, and there could have easily been 200. So there was just so much space, and Lake Street Dive is on this huge stage just right in front of you. So we were making use of all that <laughs> space. Like I've, I think I've said this before. Like I'm big into kind of grand steps and like sliding and moving around when I'm dancing. So I was just touring the pit, just going all over the place, and it was a lot of fun. Um, also, I don't know if it's up by now, um, uh, I reviewed the concert for Vanyaland, if people want to oh, check that out. Um, I've never reviewed a concert before, but uh, my good man Mike over at Vanyaland was like, hey, we got asked to review this concert. Don't know if you have tickets for it, but um, if you want to review it, we can hook you up. And I was like, you know what? I've already got tickets save it but i will for sure i'll hold off on the the booze until after and i will review me a show and i did did go uh okay it was it seems like it would be a difficult thing to do it's i got i can review a show all day but i think it's a tough challenge when the first time you review a show it's your favorite band yeah that's Uh, that's probably difficult like i they they played a song um that i think is their worst song and I kind of had to Not make fun of that that song a little bit, but I mean the show was perfect. Basically, the point I made was like even when they played this song, everyone was into it. So um, yeah, we like, should have got hired to review the Justin Bieber concert. We should have. That's why I mean we've spoken at points about making brunch kind of like a global entity, <laughs> and if we were to have made like a website with a blog and everything, then. Yeah, there would have been like a formal concert review <laughs> of like uh, hire us for Bieber our- <laughs> took the stage at approximately 
9.30. We're, we weren't there yet. <laughs> we weren't in there yet because we watched a hockey game before and got very drunk. Yes. We talked through mostly his entire set. The it, people around us didn't like that. And then we would have to cut out half the review because of the unforgivable things that we said during yeah, half omitted, the Omitted, 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 <laughs> omitted, omitted. Um, yeah. Uh, so we want to do a thing on Mondays called What to Watch For. You know how on SportsCenter they'll say, like, I don't, I don't know if they still do, but they're like, what to watch for? What's coming up this week? Right. Because you don't have a TV guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, or the internet. That's a really dumb thing. Like, here's what's ahead of... Yeah, if if you're interested in that stuff, you're you know it already. Right. So uh, we want to do a what to watch for thing, where we say to keep an eye on this celebrity over the course of this week, and we'll revisit them on Friday. And uh, we're not off to a good start because I don't think we thought of anybody for this week. I don't think right? So. Maybe we'll do it in future Mondays, but um, and you guys can suggest people to us. But basically, what we're going to do is on Mondays we're going to say. Here's the here's someone to keep an eye on this week. And, and we're gonna harass them. <laughs> and if you wanna tweet at them, if you wanna interact with them, see what they've gotta say, we're not saying no to that. So <laughs> basically let's get busy with some some people and then we revisit on Friday. We discuss our findings, maybe do a little heat check. And mm. I think that'll be a fun little way to connect the Monday and Friday shows. So I love that people are requesting heat checks now. From us, like on heat Twitter. checks have become big, right? Like somebody requested a, a Ken Bone heat check, yeah. Yesterday, uh, there was another one that was requested, and I forget who it was, but obviously wasn't good enough for me to remember. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I like that people are requesting it. Um, the only so. thing I hope is that pardon my t- so pardon my take does not listen to us. I would assume because those guys are really busy, right. um, and also if you have the best podcast, you don't listen like, to any and other the most podcast. popular podcast. You, why would you listen to other stuff? Right, so you know, like it, the, c- it could only mess you up. The only, the only podcast that we basically listen to is Pardon My Take. Right. So it's the only podcast that we're willing to admit is better than, better than ours. Right. Um, so a lot of times they'll come up with ideas that are similar or better ideas than uh, things that we already do. Like they, they're doing the reviews thing now, which, again, is a very basic idea. Right. And they're knocking it out of the park. Um, for a little while, they started saying Bad Boys. And that broke my heart. And I didn't, I was just like, I just, hopefully this will just pass and it'll die down. Because I, the last thing I wanted was people to listen to our podcast and say, hey, Bad Boys is part of my takes thing. Yeah. Which, even if they did it after, we'd be like, yeah, I guess it is. They're so much better than us. <laughs> well, like Fine, the, they have like it. We're like, the, we're like the grade six people and then like they're like the grade eights. Right. And like if, they, if, you're, if, we're on, if we're on the playground and they come over and say like, this is our fucking spot. Like, you you got to say, yes, it is. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Right. And you give so, them your ball and you go find an, the shittier part of the playground. Right. So uh, I just pray that they don't make key <laughs> checks a thing because it's kind of all we have left. Pretty There's, much. We, should we, should we, people have said this to me on Twitter before. They're like, stop saying how good pardon my take is because I didn't listen to that podcast before. And now I listen to it instead of yours. I'm like kind of a dick move, but what am I? Gonna I mean, s- yeah. I mean, good life choice by that person. <laughs> and part of my take is better. I love part of my take so much. <laughs> um, 
Who do you think? Uh, maybe should, should we say that? Who, who's better? Like, who's your fair person on part of my take? Uh, I don't know. I think they're both necessary. I think it's kind of like a heightened it, it's, brunch it's, dynamic. Right. They I said, think they said, they're both it's ex- like the review that we got last yeah. week that you freaked out about. It they're both happen. necessary. It, there doesn't have to be a superhero. There doesn't have to be a sidekick. And it doesn't happen without all three, even. Hank is really, right. Hank is, is really great. Man, what a good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stop this one and go listen to that one. Uh, how far into this one are we? 40 minutes. Uh, so we got to talk. I was going to say, I can't wait to turn this off, to stop recording this and listen to part of my take, but I guess we got a, uh, so Westworld is a thing. Let's talk about that for a little bit. Uh, yeah. You should watch Westworld. Uh, what's it about? And Matt was talking Westworld. <laughs> well, part of my take reference. Yep. I like uh, it. No, Westworld's great. Uh, it is basically a Western theme park. It's basically so it's like Jurassic Park. Oh, I know so, that's not ex- at all what I thought this was. No, be. it's like it's so it's like it's like Jurassic Park, but instead of dinosaurs, it's like a Western world, and people go there to to be like a to be like a cowboy. The cowboys, yeah, and you get like thrown into this world, and it's all fake people. It's all like uh, like computer generated uh, like robot people that they create. Um, and you basically get to do whatever the fuck you want to them. And, uh, it just kind of keeps like repeating storylines with like, with different visitors to the park. And eventually, uh, it kind of got into it with the second episode. It's becoming more about like, shit, these people like are getting cognitive and they're kind of, so it's like night at the museum. I don't know. I've never seen that at the museum. I don't think anyone's seen that at the museum. <laughs> I, don't think so. I think they just talk about how. But based on the the trailers that I've seen, yeah, it's probably similar. Everyone talks about Night at the Museum, though, like uh, kind of like National Treasure, where they're like, "Oh no, no!" Like the, the Night at the Museum is actually really, really good because I think you see much. Like, that, that, that's actually a very good comparison. Shout stage um, because people look at a movie with Nicolas Cage and they're like, "Nope." Not seeing it. Never been in a good movie before. Hate the guy. Which and then is a bad people say Nick Cage has been in some decent movies. He's been in like four good movies. He's never the best part of the movie, but he's been in some decent movies. Who's the woman in National Treasure? I do not know. She is gorgeous. Good to and know. And that's just how guys <laughs> talk, Donald. Uh, by the way, that was a pretty... We, we put out there the, when Trump was like, it's how guys talk. We just had us Talking fawning over dudes. dudes because that's or, how guys talk. Mangello. Which is my new favorite nickname and awful pronunciation of his Did name. Did we find out what his name actually Manginello. is? Manginello. Manginello? I think so. I, that guy is incredible. <laughs> um, but yeah, people, people say that about National Treasure where they're like, oh no, just because Nicolas Cage is in it, don't write it off. It's a good movie. And when I saw National Treasure, I was pleasantly surprised that it was a good movie. Or I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. And then people talk about Night at the Museum the same way. They're like, just because Ben Stiller's in it doesn't mean it's, it's awful. The uh, the name of the woman is Diane Kruger. Diane Kruger, which uh, sounds like an old woman name. Is she foreign? She seemed to have some sort of accent in that. Movie. Uh, she looks foreign. I don't know if that's racist, but um, she is from Germany. From Germany, nice. So how about that? I'm definitely it. gonna watch Westworld because I like the idea of. So I sold you. Nice. Yeah, that was very good. Um, so I don't really care about the the fake people being. Like coming to life and being cognitive. Yeah, I like. I, stuff, I'm but. more interested in like the people who go to the world and see what they do. Yeah, that is uh, that's the most intriguing part for me. 
um, more than like the robot robots coming alive aspect. Um, but one of the stars of the show, who I will say is uh, is an underrated hunk, uh, James Mars James Marsden. Yes, he is a beaut. James Marsden is a uh, quick little story. When I was in college, I think I've said this before, uh, every now and then someone would say I was like Jimmy Fallon. And at that time, that was a major, major insult because Jimmy Fallon was just the guy who wasn't that good on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. So it was like a very backhanded compliment. So it's like Colin Jost. Right, exactly. <laughs> so one of my friends, uh, I think knowing that that had gotten me down, uh, said one day that I look like James Marston. And not he was true. lying his not face true. off. I called him on that immediately, and I was like, which feature specifically reminds you of James <laughs> Marston? And he was like, I'm trying to be nice, dude. Like, you're, you're a depressed guy. I'm trying to lift you up to just you a little bit. to give something in life. Right. Uh, I love James Marston. Big, he's uh, not in a lot of great things. He's not. He's in 27 Dresses. He's in, did you see the movie based off that Twilight Zone episode? It was, I think they just call it, like, The Box. Nope. Didn't uh, see it. There's a Twilight Zone thing um, where people get a box and they say, uh, there's a button inside the box, and they say, if you press it, two things happen. You get a million dollars and someone you've never met dies. So, like, it's a dilemma where they're like, what do we do? Do we press the button? Do we give it back or whatever? And eventually they press the button, and then someone comes to, and then the, the same guy comes and picks it up. Uh, and they say, oh, what are you going to do with the box now? And they say, we're going to give it to someone you've never met. Do you get it? Nope. Okay. So <laughs> if you... No, saw, I get it. But like, why, what's, the, what's the big deal about that? Oh, because, ah, so that person could die. So that person, so like they're going to give it to someone who's never met you, you know? So yeah. they're going to press the button, then you're going to be the one to die. Ah, yeah. Okay. So that's like, and then, I mean, I, I just, I swear I have goosebumps right now just talking about that because it's like, ooh. Um, so they made a movie of that, which, not a good idea. That was good <laughs> for like a six-minute Twilight Zone episode, but that is not great for a movie. Yeah. And it was... Um, I think it was Malin Ackerman, actually. Oh, was really? It? No, it, it might have been Cameron Diaz. Let me see. The Box <laughs> movie. Um, it's also very possible that that's not the name of it. Yes, Cameron Diaz and James Marsden. Uh, that movie was terrible. Uh, 27 Dresses was maybe the only good thing he was in. Westworld might be his thing. I Might be the thing that, that... I mean, the bar's not set high. Do you think that we could get him on this podcast? Do you think he'd he maybe be a no? Um, maybe be a no. I love maybe James he's Marsden, maybe though. he's the uh, person to watch for. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Right. Person James to watch Marsden. for this week, James Marsden. All right, guys, let's keep an eye on James <laughs> Marsden. Let's uh, hold on. Let me just. Here's my take on James Marsden. By the way, in terms of uh, his looks, he is a better looking Chris Pine. At JP Mars on Twitter. JP Mars. Nope. Wrong. <laughs> this is a kind of chubby, uh, shorter guy with very so it's different Chris hair. Pine. <laughs> James Mars. But there's a... How do you spell James Marsden? M-A-R-S. Marsden. Yeah. So there is a verified James Marsden. Could he be too hot for Twitter? He might be too hot for Twitter. But there's... Yeah, because there's a verified James Marsden. And his bio is owner of Impulse Decisions. Life event... Okay, so you know what? This guy is going to be the person to watch for. (laughs) And we'll have him on Friday and discuss where he gets off. Being the verified James Marsden. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay, so it's at, at JP Mars, 
and basically with a Z. Yeah, J P M A R Z. So I'm going to follow him right now. Um, maybe we'll, we'll hey tweet man, something. Who do you think you yeah, are? Maybe we'll tweet something that you guys can like, and he'll get a bunch of notifications off that. He seems like a nice guy. So I'm just going to start it off with at J P. So Im- Impulse Decisions is a chair. They're charity auction specialists, which is a very bad name for a company that works in charity auctions. Impulse decisions oh, makes right. you seem yeah. like makes it seem like that's a bad company. That company does sketchy things. Uh, so, shouts to this guy for a bad business plan that has apparently worked out for him. It got him verified on Twitter. That's right. all anyone ever really wants. Um, oh no! What his first tweet? His first tweet, or the one that you first see when you go to his page, is him complaining about public transportation. He's complaining about Virgin Trains. Oh, Virgin Trains, you do push my patience when it comes to public transport. Uh, hashtag termin- terminates at Doncaster. Hashtag that's not what I booked. Don't tweet about public transportation. Don't complain about public transportation D- on Twitter. Text your friends about it. I do right. that. I, I text up a storm. but I have He could fr- be a real good sports writer complaining about, about that public transportation and travel. I know. Uh, so J-P-M-A-R-Z, bring it to the bottom of how he gets verified when he, he's not James Marsden. Right. On top of that, he tweeted it on September 11th. Bigger things to worry about there, Real James nice. Marsden. Real nice. Uh, who? So did you, did you pay attention to my, my take at all? What was that, it? That James Marsden is a better looking Chris Pine. Um, I would say apples and oranges... Maybe it's because the last thing that I saw Chris Pine in was uh, was Hell or High Water. Yeah, and and then I just saw James Marsden in in. But Chris uh, Pine in Hell or High Water is maybe the hottest Chris Pine's ever been. Right, and he's still not as hot as James Marsden. Like oh, they're both yeah. cowboys. Yeah, and James Marsden is the hotter cowboy. And yeah, they're both kind of like similar similar dudes. Yes, I well, I would just generally. If they're not cowboys, I mean the the cowboys thing does it for me quite personally. But um, if even if they're not cowboys, take away that that kind of sexually heightening aspect, uh, and I would still say James Marsden is better. So yeah, I, I think that, that you're right there. Maybe this is they, our. They've both got really really good eyes. Though. We agree. Uh, we we agree on this, but maybe this is our our newest hot or not that the bunch can weigh in on because yeah. there have been some uh, divisive. Hot or nots that we've had, and they've been about women. Gross. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we can call this one like hot, hot cowboys. And uh, what's uh, something that's kind of like weathermen that we could? Ooh, uh, I don't know. Like in terms of westerns? No, like that, that we've like touched anything? on today. We've talked about racist men. <laughs> talked about the Trump hot guy. cowboys and racists. <laughs> um, yeah. Shoot, I I'm sorry if I've been thrown off since like 20 minutes hot, into this podcast. Hot I just cowboys got... and concerning texts. Yes, yes, that's a pretty good one. Hot cowboys and concerning texts. Uh, I just I need to say I really appreciate how genuine you were when you said uh, when you said we talked about women. Gross. <laughs> that like that that wasn't even jokey. That was disappointment that we've done that. So yeah, sorry, but that is. For what it's worth, at least you guys know how guys talk about women when we talk about women. Right. Because that's, I don't This think... is locker room talk. Ugh, women gross. The thing is, like, we've had locker room talk, like, super drunk in Chicago or whatever, 
And maybe it's just because we're adults, but it is nothing cl- like I, I there, promise We didn't you, even not even approach the idea of uh, sexually assaulting <laughs> a woman. Right. Nothing even the best. The best, like professional athletes, are very bad on Twitter most of the time. Yeah, but the responses that a lot of professional athletes have had to the fact that that was dubbed locker room talk, they're like, "We've lit. We are literally in locker rooms every day, and that is not even close to what's being discussed." Right. I was listening to uh, Kirk and Callahan on the way here, and Jerry uh, Jerry Callahan was saying that like guys say worse, and Kirk. Thank God, <laughs> was like, what can you? What can a guy say that is actually worse than I'm going to like essentially rape a person? Right. I've never There's sat around much. with my friends right. being like, man, she's fine. You know, can't wait kill to grab her. that puss. Yeah, nobody talks. Nobody like has that. said that. And then Callahan made the point, which was very incorrect, that it's worse to say, "Oh man, like I'd like to bang her." And again, Kirk was kind of a hero here but that shouldn't have been needed because Callahan's point was just very right, very like, wrong. I, I can get over the fact of like you're sexually objectifying women like right. we sexually objectify women and men on this mostly, podcast. Right, like, <laughs> mostly right. Not very men. often because we don't talk about women. <laughs> right. But we, we, we disperse it evenly. Right. Yeah. You'd be like oh man she's fine like a, you know love to whatever but, but the thing is as it's... Kirk said like if you say like oh man I'd like to bang her you're not implying like I'd love to go up to her and, and like, like bang her when her. she doesn't yeah. want to bang. It's assumed that this is I'd a consensual love, encounter. Right. So it's a horrible take. Very, very bad it's take. A very bad. And take. I like Jerry. Horrible, scary, awful, <laughs> bad, not so good take. So uh, I've I just I just got a ten to this text. Punch.